I'm Constance Sayers, president of Government Executive Media Group. I'm joined once again by Steve Oren, Federal Chief Technology Officer at Intel Corporation. This time, we'll be talking about how agencies can achieve edge and AI innovation while still prioritizing cybersecurity. Steve, welcome back. Thank you, Constance. Happy to be back. Security has always been a concern for federal agencies, but now that employees are dispersed across multiple locations and networks, it's become an even larger hurdle. Can you tell us what you're seeing in terms of the current threat landscape? What risks do federal agencies need to be aware of? Well, thank you. I think that is a really good question. And the way to look at it is really there are three areas to focus at when, it look, when we look at the current threat landscape. As you mentioned, the surface area of attack is increasing with the sheer number of multiple locations, networks, devices, and solution stacks that are being used and deployed throughout federal agencies. Whether that is the sheer volume of devices themselves, the different kinds of devices and operating systems and operating environments and the applications, whether they be mobile or fixed, really is increasing that surface area of attack. And that then puts a lot of pressure on the organization to keep up with patching and vulnerability management and understanding the threats and impacts of those threats to all of those devices in that large surface area. At the same time, we're seeing the threat adversary gain a level of sophistication that we haven't seen before in both the scale of what they're able to deploy and the technical expertise that they bring to bear with their tools and techniques. It's oftentimes hard to tell the difference now between organized crime uh, activists and nation states because the tools and the cost of deploying them has significantly decreased while at the same time their capabilities have increased. And then finally, we're seeing a, a key trend in threats moving down the stack, targeting the lower levels of the operating environments, targeting firmware, and targeting hardware. While the, same, the, the normal threats that we've always seen are still valid, whether it be attacking applications, web applications, or the operating system, those are how they get in, whether using phishing emails or, or other network-based attacks. It's what they do once they're in that we're seeing a big change. They're moving deeper into the stack with the goal of being persistent, being stealthy, and being long-lived. And part of that is the ability to then laterally move across the different networks and solution stacks, ultimately to get at your data, to be able to exfiltrate it, or to cause the most damage and the most harm when they want to. And so we're seeing this trend around moving down the stack and targeting firmware and targeting hardware as a key indicator of the, of the prior category of the sophistication of the attacker. And so when you take all these together, it really does increase the risk to the overall threat landscape that most organizations are having to deal with today. What is your advice to agencies looking to innovate effectively while understanding security risks that may arise? It's always that balance between innovation and security, isn't it? It is. It is. And I think one of the key things that most CIOs and CISOs are really challenged with today is understanding their risk profile. And that means understanding what are the threats that they have to deal with? What are the impacts if those threats are realized? And ultimately, what is their threat tolerance or their appetite for risk? And it's really understanding the metrics around those key dials is what's really helping them understand what is their risk profile for their systems, taking a look at their data and the threat to their data end-to-end -end is what uh, a lot of organizations are doing. And so whether it be using something like the NIST cybersecurity framework or other maturity models, really help them to relegate what are the right set of controls and mitigations to put into their environment. What's important to note is that you can't be stuck in analysis paralysis. One of my, the best recommendations I can give is go off and pilot controls, get things in place. We have to recognize that security and risk is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And so we're not gonna get perfect security ever. 
So the goal is, can we pilot a set of compensating controls and mitigations for particular threats today and continue to evolve both as the threat landscape changes, but also as we get more comfortable and more proficient in the tools and mitigations that we have? That's really great advice. Um, let's move just for a second and talk specifically about edge to cloud computing. These tools and these strategies developed around them can be instrumental for agencies looking to make informed decisions and use their data more effectively. What security measures should they put in place when executing these initiatives? So I think, as I mentioned previously, it's really about managing risk for the environment for your assets. In this case, looking at the edge and understanding that the edge is in fact different than the cloud or the data center. At the same time, we must make sure to protect data throughout its life cycle, wherever it is, whether it's at rest, in transit, or in use. To that end, there are some key foundational security controls and mitigations that should be deployed at the edge to help enable uh, that increased security posture. And those include secure boot with attestation, data confidentiality or encryption with integrity, and then, of course, things like authentication, access control, and authorization. And then overlaying on top of that threat intelligence and continuous monitoring, the constant update and patching that you need to do to keep your systems up to date. And then we have newer technologies and capabilities like isolation and segmentation that are also helping to provide better barriers and better protection control environments for your data and for your systems that you're playing at the edge and in the cloud. At the same time, there are new modes of operations that we're seeing in the enterprise and at the edge that we should be leveraging in security as well whether that be the software-defined infrastructure and software-defined capabilities of our networks and our storage and our compute environments, the deployment of containers, and even the use of AI and machine learning can all significantly improve our cybersecurity posture if we deploy them into our security controls. So making our security controls more agile and more software-defined will allow us to be more nimble and agile in our response to the ever-changing threat landscape. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thanks again for joining me, Steve. And thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in to today's podcast. To hear more from Steve about how agencies like yours are adopting edge-to-cloud solutions to meet the challenges of today, visit Intel's Mission Ready Resource Center at govexec.com forward slash feature forward slash mission dash ready. Intel Technologies may require enabled hardware, software, or service activation. No product or component can be absolutely secure.